Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Joel Malkin here for WJNO.com. And Wallet Hub analyst Jill Gonzalez on the line with me talking about the most and least educated cities in America. Uh, and uh, we do, we're looking at, as opposed to just cities, we're actually looking at metropolitan areas. Um, and, uh, Jill, before we kind of get into, we looking at several uh, metros in, in the state of Florida, and I want to talk about those. Um, I kind of wanted to get a better understanding of what it is you guys are looking at here. What does it mean to be the most or the least educated city in America? Well, what's most weighted is simply the educational attainment level of the residents in those metro areas. So we look at the share of adults age 25 and up with a high school diploma, then on to an associate's, a bachelor's, a graduate degree. So we look for the share of the population that has those things. So that's pretty sheer numbers game there. And we also look at the quality of education, both the K-12 through public school system, the quality of universities within the metro area, and the education gaps in terms of race and gender. All right, so to give uh, me and, and, and our listeners a you know, better understanding of it, before we get to the Florida cities, let's talk about number one, and I want you to kind of tell me why it's number one. Ann Arbor, Michigan. This is the number one uh, city in America as far as most educated is concerned. Right, so Ann Arbor won out in pretty much every category when it comes to the highest percentage of associate's degree holders, highest percentage of bachelor's degree holders, highest percentage of graduate or professional degree holders just compared to all other cities. It also has very high average university quality with the University of Michigan being there. And it has lower gaps when it comes to education levels between races and genders. Okay, so let's look at uh, some Florida. Uh, let's start at the bottom for Florida, and we'll talk about Ocala, which is uh, th- this is the worst performing uh, metro area in the state of Florida. It uh, you looked at 150, and uh, it is 142, um, and then. You know, it's also tied for last when it comes to university quality. So how much of this is weighed on, well, there's, you know, I don't know if there is a university in Ocala. Maybe there's a private university there. I wouldn't know. I don't spend a lot of time in Ocala, though I have been there. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if it is, well, they don't have a good school there. Uh, and I know you're also looking at schools, not just, uh, you're not just looking at universities, I don't believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong there. But, uh, you, you know, you look at Ocala to Gainesville, not a very distant, uh, far uh, distance. And Gainesville, you've got the University of Florida, which I thought was a pretty good school. So this will just include what is in the metro area. So if Gainesville or University of Florida isn't in the Ocala metro, then unfortunately it wouldn't be included here. Uh, but... Beyond that, just beyond the university or their lack thereof, uh, right now in Ocala, only about 6% of the population has a graduate or professional degree. That's compared to about 20% of the population in Tallahassee. And those numbers correlate when we look at bachelor's degree, associate's degree, high school degrees or diplomas as well. So when it really comes to educational attainment, that's where we see huge differences between in Ocala 
and say a Tallahassee. All right, let's talk about some of the other uh, uh, metro areas. Miami, Fort Lauderdale metro, uh, including West Palm Beach, um, where I'm sitting, uh, number 80 on the list. So if we're looking at 150 metros, uh, 80, we would be just below average. Um, Why is that? This, again, comes down to that educational attainment levels. We see that the number of people with a high school diploma or higher could be better in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach area. So that number ranked 129th by itself. So definitely closer to the bottom here than the top of the rankings. What about when we talk about uh, the, the university qualities for there? Because I know, you know we've got uh, uh, FAU in Palm Beach County. You've got uh, UM in uh, Miami. You've got FIU in Miami. For the average quality of universities, the area ranked 50th, so that would be above average. Okay. Um, what, when, you're, when you're ranking them by university quality, what are you looking at? So this is actually, all of this information is the, from third-party data. So this is going to be a combination of greatschools.org and educationcities.org rankings. Are they also, you're talking about university quality, but are they also looking at high school quality? Yes, that would be the great schools information. So that's the quality of public school system K through 12, and there Miami ranks 17th. Um, Tallahassee is is the highest ranking Florida uh, metro uh, on this uh, on this list, most and least educated cities in America. And Tallahassee, I, I, I would say 15th is isn't bad, right? Nothing to shake a stick at. No, I would say that's very good. Obviously, a top 10 percent here. It actually did much better in certain categories. Right now, it also ranks 15th in terms of the share of adults with a graduate or professional degree. Uh, the quality of a university is ranked 15th overall. And when it just comes to the gender education gap, it has the second smallest gap in the country. Let's talk more about the, the, uh, the gaps, because I was trying to understand that, and I was, I was looking at the... Um... I was looking at the list there, and uh, for instance, uh, we will go down to um, the the gap. We see the Naples, uh, Immokalee, Marco Island Metro uh, at dead bottom for the largest gender education gap, and it says favoring men in parentheses. Um, are we are we saying that uh, it it completely disfavors women? Is that I mean, is that what we're looking at? So. When we're looking at this in particular, this metric specifically measures the difference between the percentage of female bachelor's degree holders and the percentage of their male counterparts. Uh, So typically that difference is around 2%. Uh, In Ocala, for instance, it's more like 8%. Uh, So that's obviously a pretty big swing. In uh, Sarasota, more like 12%. Miami, 10%, with men having 10% more uh, bachelor's degrees than women. And what is it in the Naples, Marco Island area? Do you have that? In Naples, it's around 8%. Okay. Um, because it, it puts Naples at the, you know, 150 out of 150 for, for that specific uh, factor. Yes. So, sorry, the, the racial education gap is 8% in Naples. The gender education gap is around 3%, which is one of the higher especially when it comes to favoring men. And then Tallahassee actually ranks uh, pretty favorable for that. It's uh, number two in the nation for the uh, gender education gap. Right. That's a 3% swing in the opposite direction. So that has the second smallest gender education gap in the country. All right. What, what should be the biggest takeaway um, uh, from, from the, the folks in, you know, here in Florida? 
Well, you know, typically we do see very high correlations between educated areas and higher incomes, higher salaries. Uh, the more that graduates earn, the more tax dollars they contribute over time when it comes to property taxes, especially in Florida's case. So in turn, educated people want to live somewhere where they think that they'll get a good return on their investment, especially when it comes to average school system quality and university quality. All right, Jill Gonzalez, uh, analyst of Wallet Hub. We appreciate you joining me. Anytime. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.